This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by powerful partners. Growth happens together. And Supporting Strategies, Chicago Far West Suburbs, your partner for accounting services. Hello, and welcome to Dana Being Dana. I'm Dana Michelle, and I'm thrilled you're with us. My show is about all different aspects of the human connection, things that bring us together and living life intentionally. I am a firm believer that we have more in common than we do differences. And when women truly come together, there is a spark where magic happens. Megan Wessels is a conscious connector who has made a career out of doing just that. In 2015, she started Powerful Partners, a network of trusted business advisors who all happen to be both women and entrepreneurs. Joining me today are six women, including Megan, who all left corporate America and stepped out on their own to live into their purpose, and they have built businesses that thrive on relationships and connection. Speaking of connections, Dawn, you are known for being one of the ultimate connectors around town. In fact, you were the one who introduced me to Megan. Uh, tell us why you do what you do. Well, you know, I, I learned over the years that getting to know people really helps not only personally but in business right you have to make those connections to work with each other and i i don't know when it happened but when i talk to somebody and learn more about them sometimes it just clicks like you need to meet this person and i make that connection and it just brings me so much happiness to see like when i connected you and megan I just knew that you would hit it off, and I, it was great. So that's one of the reasons I do it. When I feel that connection with two people or more, I, I just love to do it. You just have such a high, I don't know if it's emotional intelligence or just <laughs> instinct or foresight. Uh, I think it's great, and I thank you. Megan, Powerful Partners has the mantras of you don't have to do it alone, and growth happens together. Mm -hmm. Tell us more. Explain what Powerful Partners is. So as you mentioned, I provide trusted advisory boards for women entrepreneurs. I interview women after they apply and then hand select them for cohorts of eight other women entrepreneurs. So they come together and meet once a month. It's that opportunity for them to share their success, to talk about their challenges, because I really believe that each one of us has knowledge and expertise and perspectives that we can use to help other people achieve their goals, achieve their dreams, and grow their business. So my gift is creating that safe space for women to come together, to be vulnerable. And what ends up happening is they see their peers as people who inspire them and make them want to be better and grow, which is really where the tagline growth happens together comes from. That's where that magic happens yeah. that, that we've talked about. Jen, you have experienced Powerful Partners and your business has quadrupled yes. as a result. Tell us more. Yes, as a matter of fact, I did get to experience Powerful Partners with Megan and I actually have a nickname for her, which she's heard before, which is Magnetic Megan. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because she, she magnifies people towards her and she really curates the perfect group of women to come together and for me, when I was a part of Powerful Partners, I called them my business besties. And actually, we started off as business besties, and we really just became true friends. Mm -hmm. So for me, the time of being a participant in that group, I really grew my business. And actually, I was growing a new business. 
I transitioned out of the work I had been doing in the past and stepped into my dream career, which is the coaching that I've been doing. And without the support of the group of women who gave me just different perspectives, different um, elements of support, they really helped me step into what my true goal was in life, was to become a career empowerment coach. And that's what matters, those connections. All of you are entrepreneurs. Tell me, how does connection make entrepreneurship thrive? Well, I think, again, it goes back to helping each other. And I think what I found in the entrepreneurial space is that people were more willing to help because they know the struggles, right? The people that have built a business before, like Megan's forums, they understand what it takes to start a business, be successful, and you need that help. And I think that's one of the things that women have found over the years that we can't do it alone, and you shouldn't do it alone. You need help, and there's no shame in asking for help or seeking it out if you can. And there's actual scientific proof behind it. So in the book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill talks about how everyone is energy, right? We all bring energy to the table and it's very similar to batteries. So if you have one battery, you have a certain amount of energy, but if you bring multiple batteries together, you multiply that energy. The same thing happens when you get humans together. And that's why when we come together and we work on something together, it's like we become part of something so much bigger than our individual selves. And I think from an entrepreneurial standpoint, people want to do business with people that have similar values. So there's something about connecting with folks and then connecting with other people who are similar to someone else that they had connected with. Um, you know, for me, business is all about relationships. So I want to show the value that I am bringing. And if one person gives me a five-star review, talks with someone else about the great works and you know, Ashley's bedside manner or, um, you know, how I may bring someone to light uh, via a story that we've written about them, um, that that then ends up giving, I think, a little bit more legitimacy to my brand. Um, and it just helps to elevate everyone who's then associated to that as well. That's great. That's great. Speaking of energies and connections, um, we've talked about feminine energy and masculine energy. How does masculine energy impact connections? I think men have a certain knack that makes them kind of automatically connect, you know, over sports, beer, whatever they're talking about. Um, how does that impact connections? So the masculine energy is a doing energy, where the feminine energy is a being energy. And I feel like when women are in our masculine energy, we tend to compete with each other more. And when we're in our feminine energy, we look at other women as people who inspire us to be better. That's interesting because for years I was in a very male-dominated industry, and the women that were in that same company were very competitive. And I think that's probably why, because there was that masculine energy throughout the company, and it was difficult for women to rise above and get into those slides. So we were always competing against each other for the one spot, right? So it, it was tough to, to watch. I'm glad that I'm out of that space now. <laughs> I think that's something that I really focus on is the whole concept of one spot. Mm -hmm. 
um, I really fight against that. And, you know, we all rise. We all rise, and we all rise together. And supporting one another and making sure that we're doing, we're doing that and we're, that we're doing it together is one of the most important things that we can do. I think we all have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. And those connections that we make, it, it doesn't have to just be surface and it doesn't have to be competitive. Um, but there are things that we have to talk about, you know, and, and making sure that it's not just one spot that we're going after is really important. Nicole, you started in the automotive industry. I did, which so is male-dominated. Very male-dominated. <laughs> you, you got me. You saw a need to bring women together, for women to connect. Tell us more about that. I did. So I've always been in a male-dominated uh, space, whether it was uh, tech. I was in um, cell phones and technology when I first started and then moved over to automotive. So it's always been my space. And it's always been very competitive. And I always felt this need to make sure that we were lifting each other up and wanting to make space for more women in the boardroom. One of the other things I would say about the boardroom is making sure that the women, I can't tell you how many times I would get into the boardroom and it would be a woman that was the first one in the boardroom and she'd be in the corner, not even at the table. She'd already be sitting in the corner and the table would be empty. And I'd think to myself, what are, you, what are you saying about yourself? What are you saying to your team? And come up to the table. So just kind of always thinking about <laughs> all of those things and making sure we're making space for, making space for that. But the male-dominated piece of it, I think sometimes it's a stressor. It's, it's very, very tense. But we're our own worst enemy sometimes. That's true. Yeah. And I think that can lead to a lack of confidence, yes, a lack of self-esteem, self-doubt. Yes, Yvonne, you specialize in bringing people together and feeling more confident in making connections. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and why you do what you do? Um, we're nurturers by nature. We love to share. And opening conversation with women allows us to share our unique gifts, too. So continuing to remind ourselves of the success that comes out of those connections can really breed more connection and, and it becomes contagious, frankly. That's true, that's true. And I think despite that, sometimes there are women um, and people in general, you know, who struggle with how to do that, yeah. right? Yeah, and sure. they may look at you and think that you've always been this way or you've <laughs> always been connecting, right? Mm -hmm. um, what advice do you have for women who want to make connections but have difficulty in doing so? I, I think you need to find someone that you trust to talk to and say, what ideas do you have that might help me? And, and find out who you want to meet and start expressing that to people, whether it's a woman or a man, right? Because sometimes men can help us make those connections. They might know a great person like Megan, which is how her and I met was through a man who knew that I needed someone for a specific event and he introduced Megan and I and I, I'm so glad that that happened because it, otherwise I would never have known her, I'd never introduced the two of you. So mm -hmm. yeah, I think part of it is wanting to, again, seek help and ask for help, Try be a little vulnerable so that you can find somebody to help you. That's exactly. If I could yeah. add to that, yes. Dana, it would be that a lot of times we think, we look at someone and we think they don't have any doubts, they're doing it all, and 
uh, you know, everything is perfect for them and they just have all of this confidence. And they may have a lot of confidence, but it doesn't mean that they don't have any doubts. And we have to just push ourselves forward and uh, realize that that's a big piece of it. Being authentic. When you tell someone or you're talking with them about your business and some of your struggles and your highs and lows, it's an opportunity for them to share with you as well. And I think connections are forged through some of the vulnerability that Dawn was talking about and through that authenticity. And it further then connects you. I'm so close with my college roommate because you know we walked out of our, our room together maybe after a long night or a tough study session or a final. And we were able to decompress and talk about that. And that really forged those connections. So I think from a business standpoint, when you have those discussions with people, especially some of these powerhouses, you can then take that opportunity to ask them some advice. Um, and who doesn't love to talk about the things that have worked for them in the past, right, and sort of impart that. Um, so that's what I found with all of my connections as well. I was going to say, the best way to connect with someone is to just ask questions. If you feel intimidated by them, just start asking questions because people love to talk about themselves and it will actually make them feel so much more connected to you. Making a twist on an old phrase, an old phrase that is misery loves company. I believe that success loves company yes. yeah. and that especially women who are like-minded to us here today, we want to bring each other up and we need to put ourselves around other women and other people who are doing things we want to do in life or living the kind of life we want to live. We inspire each other. We bring each other up. And success loves company. Absolutely. Do you find like it them. to be a difference when there are people who are like-minded um, with you, riding with you, close to you in your circle? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I also think those, that you're building that. You're building that circle. You're building that that tribe, if you will. Um, it's important to have that. I think I've built a lot of that in the last two and a half years. I can't believe what I've built in the last two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Leaving corporate America and kind of stepping out on my own, um, meeting you, meeting so many people, having my own conference, it really has opened so many doors. 2020, I really think a piece of it is 2020 taught us that connections are so important. Mm -hmm. It shined the biggest light on the fact that we need to be connected to people because that's what was taken away. We weren't, we weren't with people, and we need to feel those things. But I think there is something to what you were saying about like-minded people. There's the analogy of a bucket full of crabs, right? And one is trying to get out, trying to get better, and the others are pulling it back in, right? And I've been in that situation, right? Where you talk to somebody and say, oh, here's my dream. This is what I really want to do. And they say, oh, well, <laughs> good luck with that. That's never going to happen, right? So you have to figure out who to surround yourself Absolutely. with, right? I think that's key. I think that's true, having people that support you and not project their own fears, their own doubts, their own insecurities is very important. Um, one thing you said earlier about um, fear and courage, you know, courage is the ability to move about despite having fear, moving through fear. So everybody has fears, um, but it's about surrounding yourself with the right people who support you in that, help you navigate that. Um, I am here with my business besties, 
we are talking about connections and powerful partners with Magnetic Megan. And we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. If you're a woman entrepreneur, I have a question for you. When someone asks you, how are you doing? How's your business going? What do you tell them? Business is great, I'm good. How often do you actually tell them the truth? What if you had a place that you could go to every month, surrounded by other women entrepreneurs, where you could show up authentically? You could talk about the real things that are going on in your life, in your business, and get help from the other entrepreneurs. Not only that, but you're there to share your knowledge, your expertise, to help the other women in your group. Powerful Partners is a trusted advisory board for women entrepreneurs like you. All you have to do is fill out an application. As long as you have an established business and you're providing a service or a product. I look forward to connecting you with your powerful partners. This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by Powerful Partners. Growth happens together. And Supporting Strategies Chicago Far West Suburbs. Your partner for accounting services. Welcome back to Dana Being Dana, where we are talking about powerful partners and women connecting with other women. Now, there was a time in the past when women did not believe in helping other women. Um, have any of you experienced that? I was, I was talking earlier about being in the boardroom and um, being, I mean, I was always in competitive. That, it was a male-dominated experience in every aspect of my career, uh, in every company that I was at. And so it was, it was pretty cutthroat <laughs> all the time. Well, I remember hearing an interview on the radio with a woman, this was probably 20 plus years ago, and she had broken the glass ceiling, right? We don't hear that phrase much anymore, but at the time, it was a huge thing for her to get into the C-suite. And the interviewer asked her, well, you know, are you going to help other women now that you've figured out how to do this? And she said, no because I had to fight and claw my way myself. I'm not gonna help. And I, I heard that and I thought, that's horrible. You know, so I, I figured if I was ever in a position that I could help people, especially women, I would not have that attitude because it doesn't help anybody. What that said to me was that you're just a horrible person <laughs> and you don't wanna help anybody. So, yeah. In my experience, the people who judge others the most harshly and who are not um, nurturing and supportive of them are judging themselves that way internally. And so it's really a reflection of what is going on inside of them. But as women, I think we do tend to take things very personally mm -hmm. and we assume it's something about us. But often it's something about the individual and who knows what that person experienced that led her to have that kind of attitude. Absolutely. That, there's a whole message in, in yeah. what you just said. Um, we could do a whole other show mm -hmm. about that. Uh, someone has told me, it was a boss, a female boss of mine, that, that she too was not interested in helping other women and, and bringing other women along. Um, in your career, think about you know, a time where you were treated poorly. Um, was that a man or a woman that you've had a negative experience with? Both. <laughs> Everybody. I'd yeah. say both. Yeah, yeah. I'd definitely say yeah. both. Um, I worked for a manager where nothing was good enough. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I was her little protege. And in this way, 
she didn't want me to ever step out into the light. Um, now, whether or not I deserved the accolades, um, I certainly never felt like I re received them from her. Mm -hmm. And that was really difficult. It ended up actually just driving me, one, away from her, and then two, just to be even better because I felt like then it was really my duty to also bring along the next group of girls and women. And so I just started naturally doing that based on that particular reaction. Um, I saw her not too long ago and she left the company that I was in and now she's actually in a lower position than she ever was in the past. And you know, I don't necessarily believe in karma in that particular way, um, but certainly she doesn't have that same level of influence because maybe somebody else saw that and they didn't put her in that new position. Um, so for me, I feel like then I've learned from that and definitely want to make sure that I'm leaving a really positive spark on anyone that I'm interacting with. I also think the tide is turning a little bit. Like that, that isn't working anymore. I think women are supporting women more these days and you're seeing more of that. We're ta obviously talking about it. Um, the conferences, I, I, one of the big things I've wanted to do is shift it from talking about all the statistics. We're just gonna talk about statistics and actually talk about action. Right. Like let's do something about it, let's change it. And we're the ones to change it. We're the ones to make that improvement and I think we have. All of you have a seed within you about connecting not only yourself to the situations and the entrepreneurial aspirations that you have, but in connecting others. Where do you get that from? Where does that come from? Growing up, I watched my father, he was in sales, so I watched him. I saw as a child that it was so important to make other people feel valued and to build those relationships, and that stuck with me my entire life. My, mine was my mom, and she has said to me things like, you know, if you have the ability to lift up another woman, you have to do it. And she was always about showing people the best of themselves and helping them kind of bring out the best in themselves. And that definitely trickled down to me. Well, and I had a different experience. I had a few courageous women that showed up in my life that were visionaries. And they saw something in me. And they were courageous enough to invite me to share and get to know me. And their giving to me, planting that seed within me, really fueled my fire for casting vision for other women, connecting with other women, sharing vulnerabilities like we've talked about already, that we're not all perfect, we don't have it all together. Um, because you taught me this, Dana, when I first met you, one of the first things you said to me was, we're more alike than we're different. Yep. And we won't really appreciate that until we take the time to share and get to know one another. So it takes courage, and other women have done it for me. That's really beautiful. My why is around curiosity. So when I interview someone or if we focus on someone, I want to know more. I feel like there's always something more. And when you ask the right questions, people start talking and you learn so much about past history or their influence and growing up. And I think that that then, talking about those connections, brings us all even closer together. So for me, I always want to know why. That's part of our ethos at Maine & Lux is just always be curious. Why, why, why? and give back when you're able to do so because it just brings everybody else up. That's true, I found once I started my business that it was about the relationships and especially you know, providing accounting services. 
there needs to be some level of trust. And so you have to build that slowly by talking to people, asking questions. I love to talk to other business owners and find out why did you start your business? How did you start? How is it going? What are your plans for the next several years? And just having that curiosity and building that trust and that relationship. I don't think you can be an entrepreneur and not build relationships. It's all about relationships. That's true. It's absolutely true. And I think it's the relationships that lead to other opportunities. A lot of good happens even when you're not intending for it to, right? You want to just connect people. And you had talked about this earlier about you personally benefiting mm -hmm. um, from connecting other people. Uh, do you all see that in, in your experiences? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So what does the future look like for you? You are all entrepreneurs. Um, tell us a little bit about you know, what the future looks like and connections that you're interested in. Well, I'm going to keep on connecting people. <laughs> Because it. it's just one of the things I love to do. And, and building my business is great, but just connecting other people, I, I get more joy out of that than anything. Yeah. I'm going to keep lifting women up on making sure that they feel confident in who they are. You know, when I hear someone say they don't feel like they're enough or they're not sure uh, where they need to be or if they should be, you know, moving forward at all, it just... I, I just want to lift all of that up. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody uh, has so much to offer, and just helping them find that is, is you can see it. It's, it's where my purpose is for sure. I want to add to that, actually, because I feel like I'm still learning. I'm still growing. So part of the reason that I want to connect is because I may have a perspective change myself. During the pandemic, I met someone who absolutely changed my perspective. Um, I thought that I had known the decisions I wanted to make around certain things, and she questioned me on that. And it was a constructive dialogue. So for me, every one of those connections is also an opportunity to potentially change who I am and my impact then on other people through my own connection on the other end. And I'm going to continue working to expand powerful partners across the U.S. Yes. because. I know women need these groups like this to really continue their growth. My focus really is on helping women find more purpose and joy, especially in their work. And I feel that there are so many women, unlike us, who have not yet um, really found their passion and their purpose. And so I'm building a community to help with that. And I'm all about helping women get their happy and healthy selves back. If we feel good in our bodies, and we can go back to that, because uh, we can tend to get a little lost, whether it's mothering or careers, just over time. So helping women get their happy and healthy selves back just fills my heart. Ladies, as I've said before, we are more alike than we are different. And when we connect, you come away full, and it's not just the food. Thank you to these wonderful ladies for joining me, but more importantly, for being examples of all that's amazing when women collaborate with one another instead of competing. When we say bye-bye, mean girls, and hello, intentional, meaningful, authentic connections. What kind of powerful partner are you? Special thanks to Powerful Partners and Supporting Strategies Far West Suburbs for connecting us all today. Hopefully you have been entertained, if not encouraged or inspired. I do not promise to be an expert, nor do I have all the answers. I'm just Dana being Dana. See you next time. 
This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by powerful partners. Growth happens together. And Supporting Strategies, Chicago Far West Suburbs, your partner for accounting services.